Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Diamond in the Rough Buffy podcast. The Diamond in the Rough. If you got the money, honey, we got your disease. Hellmouth. Welcome to the Hellmouth. Because it's wishes and the wish, you get it. You understand what's happening here. This is, in fact, Season 3, Episode 9, The Wish. Original air date, December 8th, 1998. And right off the bat here, Dave, I'm going to hit you with the French and German titles. Yes, I love these things. I know you love it. French is Meilleur Vaux de Cordelia, which is Best Wishes from Cordelia. Oh, that's good. That's pretty good. Like, that's a pun. Like, the French know what's up. Do French people like puns? I don't know. Everyone likes puns. Yeah, that's true. The uh, German title is Vas Vare Ven. Which is Ooh. just what if. I also good alliteration. Yeah. So, I mean, these were some on-point titles. I was pretty hyped about them. The Wish is also not bad. Yeah. I like it. I, it's pretty straightforward as far as... Yeah. doesn't have the nice alliterative appeal that... I really German like does, Best though. Wishes from Cordelia. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little clunky, but like... That's <laughs> good. It's good. We start off with Buffy fighting Squidface in a park. It's gross. It's a pretty gross... And you're like... <laughs> Damn, this budget has really picked up. You yeah, know? this guy is like really grossing me out. He's all slimy. He's also only in it for like, what, a minute? Right. If that. Like, that's a lot of makeup to have this guy be there for a minute, die. And then there's like a joke about how he doesn't poof. <laughs> right. And they're all sad that they have to bury him. Uh, <laughs> they're good. like annoyed, but they're like, oh, let's just do it after our picnic's over. But yeah, apparently Buffy has more money as a show, which yeah. is awesome. Good for them. Good job, them. Mm-hmm. Willow's rocking the rolls. Oh, Lord, is she? <laughs> They're great. Yo, so many fashion notes. I just got, I have a lot of notes in general for this, but okay. a lot of fashion notes. I would say I have very specific fashion notes. Right. And I will call them out when we get to them. You probably know what most of them are. <laughs> yep. I've got a good guess, anyways. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Buffy and the Scoobies are talking about how Faith has grown more distant and Xander's blaming Cordelia for him having betrayed her and her being mad about that still. <laughs> and you're like, still fuck you, Xander. Still fuck yeah, pretty you. pretty much. And like, they have this little moment where they're all in this sad, scorned by their lover's boat. But Buffy, <laughs> Buffy was thrown in that boat and Willow and yeah. Xander climbed in that boat. And just started paddling they away. built that boat. Yeah, that's their boat. They fully constructed it. <laughs> yeah, and Buffy doesn't deserve to be in it. She, no. She, yeah. No, she wants nothing to do with this boat. No. But she's just been dragged into it. By Xander, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so I liked that they did have a little thing here about Faith. Because, you know, we need to kind of remember about her. But there's really no place for her in this episode. Yeah, it's hard. Because putting it her in hard. at the beginning and then, I mean, she can't be in later because no. she can't exist later <laughs> because reasons right we'll get to those but yeah mm-hmm. so just like having this little thing of like reminding us what how their relationship is going i, I thought that was good cordelia is very mad at xander while she listens to all of the messages he's left for her she is burning a picture of both him and willow uh-huh yeah. eh, that's cathartic it's right? healthy yeah honestly yeah it's yeah. probably not that bad <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a pretty standard kind of thing to do. I wasn't sure whether she was actually trying to summon something here or not. I mean, it is that kind of show. I think she inadvertently summoned something. Well, yeah. And then later on, like the next scene, 
I think she is talking to someone about having been hanging out with Amy. And I was like, oh. Or Buffy mentions that she that Amy saw Cordelia yeah, at the Yeah, no, Willow. Something. Willow just keeps talking Willow. about Amy. And you're like, why are we bringing up Amy? Yeah. This is I'm so strange. <laughs> well, it's nice to have these background characters. But yeah, it's, I was just like, okay, that's how that'll play out. Didn't quite play out like that. No, whatever. I expected to see Amy just even Mm -hmm. like briefly and then we didn't and i thought that was pretty strange and i think there was a place for her in this episode i think so too where instead we had a girl i've never seen who is very jarring to me anyways (laughs) okay so there's a place no there's a place for her now yeah but there's no place for her later you think because her mom is still in her body oh interesting right god so many so many things just uh, there's just mm-hmm. gonna be so many mm-hmm. things like that oh geez so many things it's good times yeah so just mm-hmm. right off the bat red alert <laughs> yeah no right this is what i saw coming because this is yep. the episode where cordelia wears a lot of red <laughs> so much red michaela and it looks fierce yeah She's trying to look good, so she's like, better put on my red, because she knows what's up. Red leather jacket, like Mm. dark red leather. Red leather dress or skirt? The skirt, and then I think she just got like a similarly colored shirt on under the the jacket. Mm. It's like a jacket skirt combo. Yeah, no. And her lip color. Stepping out of her red convertible, her dark lip color that is also red. Yeah, it's Hundo P. Great. Yeah. I mean, she's doing the, whatever, I'm fine, look how hot I look, I don't need that guy kind of thing, which is super reasonable. That's a super reasonable thing for anybody to do. Mm-hmm. But she runs into the in crowd at school, uh, <laughs> Harmony and the others. Ugh. Harmony's now, like, leading this group? Yeah, well, Harmony used to be second in command, right? Yeah. And so Cordelia, yeah, I mean, she was dating Xander, so she can't really be in the group anymore. And we did have an episode where she basically... <laughs> picked xander over them yeah she called them sheep maybe i don't know right but now now she wants them (laughs) she wants them back because you know she doesn't have xander anymore after he betrayed her yeah and look they made a new friend oh who is it oh well she just seems she's a new girl in town uh she has some sort Mm -hmm. of rich dad Mm -hmm. yeah yeah she seems pretty on the up and up what's her name anya oh is that the first (laughs) segment of the evening i hear (laughs) Is that the gang's all here? Well, now, here we all are. Ike, Mike, and Mustard. What the hell does that mean? You know, I'm with him on this one, man. That's pretty fucking obscure. Horseshitting. I hear that all the time. You do? Yeah, sure. Where, at the 1942 club? Hey, just because you didn't get in. Motherfucker, I could have got in. Hey, slow you your know roll, what? This man. Just... You know, it's funny. I knew you wanted me to say it, and so that's why I wasn't. <laughs> so you just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you well, really had to push. It was really great. <laughs> We have another one of our major characters show up yeah. in the show. How's Anya doing, man? Okay, so let's go over what I remember about Anya, cool, shall cool. we? Yep. Turns into a major character, I think in season four, because shows up to a Halloween party wearing a bunny costume <laughs> because she finds bunnies scary, which is like a very minor detail, but I know that fairly well. Well, it sort of gets played as a joke for seasons after that. <laughs> yeah. But not, it doesn't come up all the time. I don't know. Anya gets together with Xander and eventually almost marries him. But then he leaves her at the altar. And what else? I think that might be <laughs> Is there it. anything else? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I think that's uh, about it. That's pretty, she, yeah. Oh, she's self-obsessed. I know that because she used to be 
Well, what did she used to be, Michaela? Well, she's, so first of all, she's been alive for a long time. Wait, why? <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> just just say it, Michaela. Just say it. <laughs> she's, she's a I'm, demon, is that? She's a what? He's 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 a what? You what? He's a what? She's a what? He's a what? She's a what? There's a what? He's a what? She's a what? He's a what? She's what? He's a what? He's a what? He's a music man. <laughs> yeah. So. Excellent. Thank you. You're welcome. Was that so hard? Honestly. I mean, it was Fuck. fun. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I think there's just sort of like, that's also sort of a running joke. She's just kind of out of touch <laughs> with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is good. And she's very direct. That's another <laughs> thing we love about Anya. What she used to be. When she was a human, is this is a long time ago, so nothing too interesting because she was a woman, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really remember anything about pre-demon Anya. I know that it comes up at some point. It, it will come up, and again, more from the perspective of just, like, how did she get to where she is now? She likes money. That's another thing we can know about Anya. Because that's, oh, yeah. that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. She sort of actually takes over the courty role in a lot of ways. Yeah. She does. As Cordelia leaves. Because, yeah, they are sort of these centers of bluntness where yeah. <laughs> they're just going to say whatever and they don't really care what anyone feels or thinks. They're also self-obsessed. Yeah. They're obsessed with money. I wouldn't say she's as self-obsessed as Cordelia. Okay. That's not a high bar to clear. No. Sure. Yeah. So this is Anya. Um, still to come major character-wise, Oz leaves at some point, I think because Seth Green was unhappy with like the amount of stuff he was given to do mm. per episode. I'm not sure when that happens. I think it might happen... Oh, because Willow meets Tara next season when she starts going to college because Tara's part of the Wiccan group. Anyway, so yeah, Oz leaves probably at the end of this season with Cordelia. You know, it's interesting because we went through this period where you knew nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then there's this other weird period up ahead where you seem to know things. Right? It's weird. It's super strange. Yeah. So then... I don't know. We we still need to meet Tara, and then after that, it's Dawn. And I think those are sort of all of our major characters have at least been introduced. I know Spike comes back and is like a bigger thing later. You're yeah. missing one person I can think of. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> J. Cal comes back. If only. I'd be so into that, man. Yeah. I'm so sad that she hasn't like come back for a cameo yet, and I'm not sure she... Oh, actually, she, she did. did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was still in season two. Well, like, they can't, nice yeah, they can't really... Well, I mean, they bring someone else back this episode, and we love seeing him, so... <laughs> I had they such can do whatever a good the hell they want. Okay, so so that's enough with gangs all here. <laughs> right. We got another major character introduced. Let's get back into things. Oh, Harmony is all friendly towards Cordy, uh, and says that she has uh, someone that Cordy uh, should date, but it, uh, it turns out it's little Jay. that big <laughs> it's so big it's like the size of his torso and the poor little guy they make him drink out of it they're like oh. here hold this it'll be humorous because it's no, much larger it's so, than sad. <laughs> it's so sad and like okay we're supposed to feel bad for cordelia and i do i feel cause... way worse for little jay right right oh my god he was used as the butt of the yeah. joke yeah. He wasn't even doing anything to them. No, he's just sitting there. He was there. just sitting there enjoying his mega gulp or whatever Drinking he had. Drinking his weight in sugar. 
It's how he was trying to feel better. Oh, and man. now this has happened. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so, right. She's not in the cool group anymore. That's right. That's the thing here. We have some Oz and Willow stuff happen. Oz isn't happy with Willow yet. Cordy's hair is doing like a real updo. Yeah. But it looks super 90s. It's not not feathered necessarily. I don't no, know. I don't know. It's a weird updo. It's got a bunch of different things happening with it. But yeah, the, the Oz take on this whole thing is that he hasn't actually decided yet. He's, right. He needs to think about it. Like Cordelia has just gone like 100% bridges burned, literal burning, you know, we're yeah. done. And yeah, Oz needs to be alone to do his internal processing because he's obviously an internal processor. And Willow doesn't yep. get that. And yeah, so he's just like, yo, seriously. Yeah, I think that's super fair of him. Yeah, no, and she needs to let him do whatever fair, he needs probably. to do. It is too fair, but anyways. Yeah, eh, that's fine. So Cordy makes friends with Anya, who is apparently not such a big fan of Harmony. <laughs> and then, then we go to the bronze, where once again, red alert, heals up. <laughs> she, like, I think I like this dress even better than the other outfit. I far prefer the dark red leather, but the sequined red dress, it, uh, it looks hella fly. Yeah, oh, it's her, so good. I don't like her hair as much, though. It, yes. It's not crimped, it's wavy. Yeah. Uh, I preferred the updo. Okay, so maybe, yeah. But no, she's still looking great and trying to pretend like she's having the best time. Yeah. Oh, we were introduced at some point to the hulky, what, John Lee? Oh, Hunky, oh, I guess, yeah. not hulky. Right. Cordy tries to, like, make it look like they're making out to make oh, Xander my God, jealous. So Everything's the worst. Yeah. Everything's sure. the worst. And he, like, no one wants to be associated with Cordy at this point. No. Except, I mean, she could probably make friends with Lil J, but that wouldn't be good for her. <laughs> I don't know. Poor little Jay. He needs more friends. She has her new fun Anya friend. No big deal. That's true. She's great. We get uh, more Cordy and Red at the bronze and she's all happy and Xander's acting all happy and they're both just faking everything and... mm, Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Cordy like storms out of the bronze, right? In like a huff and Buffy follows her. I think she's just leaving normally. Sure. That's true. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) You want to be fact-based. But yeah, Buffy's trying to go and... You know, just kind of say, hey, like, I know things aren't going great for you and I'm really sorry. But while she's trying to say all this, the vampire attacks. A series of misfortunate events. Yeah. And then Cordy gets thrown into some garbage, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Harmony and the crew see her and they're like, hi, you look good in garbage. And yeah, she's even more mad about everything, but has Buffy to blame for some of it. And so we go back to the next day at school and... I really like how Anya is trying so hard. <laughs> don't you just wish? Still, I mean, don't you kind of wish? I don't wish. Don't you wish? Uh, <gasps> yeah, I loved it. Anya puts like the necklace around Cordy. She's trying to get her to to wish something bad upon Xander because Cordy's all pissed at everyone. <laughs> and then Cordy, without even thinking, just says, "I wish Buffy Summers had never come to Sunnydale. Fade to black." Yeah! (laughs) Oh, now we're going to have a real fun time. We're going to have the most fun. (laughs) The funnest of times will be had. Goodness. (gasps) Oh, it's so good. So honestly, like, I mean, this happens and Cordelia's from the Hellmouth. So her immediate thought is, hey, my wish came true. Awesome. (laughs) So yeah, Anya like turned around and she was full demon face, right? Yeah. And then Cordy's just rationalizing this being like... She's like a good fairy or something <laughs> a with a weird face. scary looking yeah. good fairy, yeah. 
Uh, it's all good though. She uh, she granted my wish. Everything is great. Nothing is ever bad. Oh look, and Buffy's gone. This is amazing. Yeah, it's win win for Cordelia. Everything's coming up, Cordelia. And so she goes to class. She's in the school, and like all the the design of everything is just amazing. There's like it's so good. There's crosses and garlic hanging everywhere. I love everyone's trashed. Yeah, everyone's like super subdued clothes are really great. Mm-hmm. I like that they call yep. her dress daring. <laughs> okay, I had no idea what they were talking about. And then I I later figured it out. I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. At some point, Cordelia is just like, hey, she's enjoying this. Yeah. And then, you know, everyone's like, your dress is super daring. Uh, the teacher's like, no school tomorrow because it's Memorial Day. <laughs> There's just like all these little things. And Cordelia's like, who cares? No Buffy. Everything's great. Oh, there are oh. 10 kids in the class. And like, um, and that guy that like rejected her basically before John Lee or whatever, yeah. he comes up and yeah. asks her to the winter brunch. What the fuck is a winter brunch? Dave, they can't have a dance at night. Oh, they have that to have makes a so brunch. much sense. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, Cordy's like, everything's great. Everything's coming up, Cordelia. We're going to the bronze, right? And everyone's just so horrified that she would say this. Uh, Harmony mentions that she's wearing a come bite me dress. <laughs> Ah, oh, it's so good. It's mentioned, obviously, like, later in this episode that the vampires are attracted to bright colors. But, like, they this is the only time they ever explicitly say this. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know if it's just a thing that, like, never really has to come up. But maybe that's why Buffy's always wearing bright colors to go be stealthy. <gasps> I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I can see, like, you know, if you have a bright color on, it's going to be easier to see you, so the vampire will catch you. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it seems strange that that that's, like, a thing in this universe that's just never brought up again. Yeah, it is strange. Uh, Also strange, Cordelia walks outside to, you know, get get in her car and go home, or go to the bronze or whatever. She's not allowed to drive now? Like... What? Why? That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that seems so weird. Like, this whole transition of her leaving school and, like, going home or whatever. So, yeah, like, not letting students drive means that they have to be out alone and, like, it's going to take them longer to get places. Yeah. Why is the sun setting so early after school is so done? So early. Like, yeah. it's really early. Why are they having school so late? <laughs> like, they should, school should be over at, like, noon. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like... School hours it, are only... It should go nine to two. Yeah, hours, the hours that are far, far away from night. Mm-hmm. It's so weird that that's happening. Like, honestly, I really have a lot of problems with anyone being anywhere that's not their house. Yeah, like very much so. Right. Why would the White Hats Ooh, be in the working library. in the library? We've been uh-huh. over this before, but why are they doing it in the library? It's, like, so much worse now, too. It's just so it's much worse. It's so much worse. Yeah. And... Bad things happen again because they're in the library and not in the house. So there are a lot of problems here, right? Oh, yeah. I think my favorite problem is that Cordelia wishes for Buffy to have never come to uh, Sunnydale. Right. Do you remember in episode two where Luke was about to bite Cordelia (laughs) and then Buffy saved her? Right. Yeah. So once you like realize that, it's like, okay. (laughs) We gotta, there's a lot of things that just need to get brushed under the rug for this scenario. Well, but we can have a ton of fun with it, right? And it's not the point. No, it's not the point. But I, I do feel like the Cordelia that has appeared here is kind of like an out of time Cordelia. 
Because, mm. like, a Cordelia that lived in this universe, who had presumably survived to this point, wouldn't be wearing that dress, right? Yeah. Wouldn't own that dress, yeah. No, and thinking too much about it is a mistake. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I think sure. you're, you're doing the writer's job here and rationalizing a bit more than yeah. is strictly necessary. Let's just have a good time, okay? Because you know yeah. what? Xander's evil, Willow's evil, they're wearing <laughs> nothing but leather. <laughs> <laughs> both vampires they run into cordy and she was like i thought you were dead he's like eh whatever so okay xander's got a biker jacket like a leather jacket a weird necklace and a tank top and i mean leather pants pants. leather pants of course willow has (laughs) such a corset it's just like a full leather suit in a way (laughs) yeah it's it's very leather cat suit yeah yeah it's just so weird for me to see Willow doing this. And her makeup is just like, I mean, they don't generally put like a lot of eyeshadow or lipstick on her. <laughs> no. Her lipstick is so dark. It makes her look so different. And I know what they're going for. And Allison Hannigan is just too fundamentally sweet for a lot of it to work for me. <laughs> it's funny that you say that though, because I kind of buy evil willow more than i buy evil xander Mm, and i don't know why maybe evil willow is definitely going for a bit of drusilla-esque thing she's doing like like cutesy evil yeah exactly i'm not denying that it's still cutesy but like i think she's more legitimately scary than xander i just love how pissed cordy is (laughs) that even in a reality where buffy never came to sunnydale and they both died xander and willow are still kissing like like the things that should have stopped this the most and they're still kissing yeah what the fuck she's pissed So they chase after her, and she gets rescued by the White Hats. So it turns out that in this universe, crosses are still incredibly OP. Right? Oh my god, (laughs) crosses are still OP. They're so OP. It's just not even funny. It's just not even funny. God! (laughs) Guys, okay. So Oz is driving the van and has a crossbow. Giles Mm. just has a cross because that's what you need. Yeah, that is it. (laughs) We also come into our next segment... As we see Larry's around. Lair! <laughs> He's part of the White Hats Hell and he yeah. brings us into familiar faces. You look horribly familiar. One of those faces, I guess. Have I seen you at the gym? At the gym. I don't go to the gym. I'm just naturally like this. <laughs> this is this is a great episode for familiar faces, that's for sure. It's got Lil J, it's got Larry. Yep. I love that they are still doing this. They're even talking about Amy without showing her. And talking about faith, they want you to know that it is a universe where people know each other and still exist, even when they're off frame. It's cool. It's very cohesive. And I mean, it's a school, right? Like, there are a finite number of people who are going to be around all the time. So, like... Especially post-Rise of the Master. Yeah. And, like, this is what bothers me so much about Nancy. Who's Nancy, you might ask? Who the fuck is Nancy? She's the rando girl in the White Hats. What? Like, she distracted me from realizing Larry was Larry. I thought there were just two randos in the White Hats. And then I realized why I knew one of them. We've never seen this girl before. Just freaking make it Jonathan. Yeah. Why is it not Jonathan? Oh Oh my god. And they could have him die off screen? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
is it not Jonathan? Oh. And that, this was my point about how it could be Amy, but I guess yeah. that doesn't really make sense when we have to realize that Amy's mom is still in her body. I don't know. There were a couple vampires that I... I So hoping and fearing are neither the right words, <laughs> but anticipating. There mm. we go. Anticipating right. might be here. So one of them, obviously, Jesse would have survived. <gasps> He would still be a vampire. He might outrank so Xander. Yeah. So on the uh, the Buffy wiki page about this, there's a con- no. there's a continuity thing that says no. <laughs> that says says Jesse, Darla, and Luke did not appear in the Wish verse, which is apparently what it's called. There is oh my god. There's a Darla, bullet yeah. point about Jesse, Dave. I swear to God. I swear to God. I did not edit this ahead of time. This was not my doing. When I saw it, I like, I just lost my mind. Oh my God, Jesse. I, I mean, Luke and Darla are really good points. Those should oh both my God. have certainly happened. Like, there's no reason that they shouldn't be there. And like, Luke should for sure be there because he's like the whatever. He's the, the anointed. Like the in the harvest, right? Yeah. Like he's literally the reason the master's walking around. So yeah. yeah. He got anointed. Where the fuck is Luke? That. Maybe he's off in Chicago or Detroit or something, like, fucking shit up there. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I I just really wanted to see Jesse. I know. The other one, I was really fearing. Like, honestly, the podcast might have been over. Because I was like, are you going to bring back Gorch? Are you going to do it? If you do this, you motherfuckers, guess what? I'm out. You know? I'm done. I didn't know what you were going to say. Because my mind, just as you were describing what you were so afraid of, went to Vampire Scott Hope. (laughs) I would have just vommed there. I would still be vomiting to this day. And like Spike and Drew, like why aren't they here? They'd be so into this. Maybe they never came to the Hellmouth because the Master was set up there. Yeah, it could be that they wouldn't want to hang out with the Master because like they probably wouldn't be too interested in a vampire who's stronger than them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm figuring. Like, the whole Cordelia being alive thing is, I think, the biggest problem with this. But there are a lot of other problems with just changing Buffy not coming to Sunnydale. And her having been the hero of every story Of so every far. story. And, like, I mean, there's an argument both ways for Jenny, too, right? Because yeah. Jenny was only here to try to keep an eye on Angel. Mm-hmm. And like keep him and Buffy apart but if Buffy never comes here then like there isn't really a reason for Jenny to be here Mm, that's fair but then from the other perspective I wish Jenny was here I mean oh oh if Jenny had been in the white hats oh yeah the opportunity instead of Nancy or whoever she is god oh okay okay you know what have have Jonathan and J. Cal in there. Yeah, have five. Mm, have Larry. I liked having Larry. I thought Larry was like, doing a great job. I loved job. having Larry. Yeah. Larry was doing so well. Yeah. Okay. So the reason that people reacted poorly to Cordy mentioning the bronze as like, <laughs> are we going to the bronze tonight? <laughs> is that it is vamp hangout numero uno. Oh yeah, it is vamp and central. And guess who's back? <laughs> it's T-Master. It's the master. M-M. <laughs> And he's made the bronze into his new masturbatorium. Oh, no. <laughs> it's such a good masturbatorium. Why? Why didn't I think that you would have so many opportunities to say that? Because you don't want to hurt yourself. But I'm here to do it for you. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's such a good master masturbatory yeah, I mean, that he's, he's found for himself. He's got like a sick throne that he's sitting yep. on. And he's like trying to eat some girl, but she keeps looking at him. <laughs> so he's all grossed out. He's got an espresso machine. Oh I love God. the espresso and, like, machine. all of his handwork. At one point, he's like petting oh. Willow and Xander's faces. Oh, oh it's so good. When he's making his, like, evil uh, speech at the end when they're opening uh, the factory. Yeah. And he's got them, like, flapping out to the sides. <laughs> they're just everywhere. And just, like, going down. Oh, they're so oh good. Oh, my God. Uh, watching him try to drink a shot of espresso is also fun because his nails are just <laughs> nails so are fucking long. humongous. And he's just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> oh. It's like watching a, a girl with fake nails trying to use a phone, you know? Essentially. It never gets old. Yeah. Like, I honestly didn't expect how hyped I would be to see him again. Oh, it's so good. Because he's just, like, he's kind of wacky in, like, yeah. in like a very fun way where mm-hmm. you're like, hey, this is a pretty bad dude, but he's just kind of silly about it, you know? But it's really great. Yep. Oh, it's so good. I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And, like, in season one, I thought he was a pretty decent bad guy. Drusilla came along, and she was, like, new master in a couple ways. And I kind of liked her better as the the main villain. But having him around is really awesome. And it's so great to see him again. And, yeah, like, Mark Metcalf just does such a great Mm. job at this that he's just Mm -hmm. so fun to watch. And it was, like, him interacting with Willow and Xander. (laughs) Just... Just great stuff. And, like, at this point, too, he's like, well, why didn't you kill this girl who was talking about the Slayer? And Willow's like, well, they had crosses. And you're like, right? no! Yeah, that is not an acceptable excuse. Oh, no. So Xander and Willow, because, like, Buffy's name is taboo around here, mm-hmm. being the Slayer and such, Xander and Willow have to go out and kill anyone who's even talking about the Slayer. Just, like, mentioning her name. Yeah. Which brings us into Giles doing things in the library. Where vampires can just walk in anytime they want. Oh, like, why? 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 Such, he also oh. gets locked in the cage. Oh my like, god. <laughs> it's classic. It, right? It's so classic. Uh, why do you have this book cage and just, like, walk in there when vampires are wandering uh, around? It's so bad. It's so bad. So my only, uh, my only note here... Well, so first of all, Giles looks haggard as hell. Oh, like, so good. He just, like... It's like a not even that much stubble, but it just makes him no. look so tired and oh. And then he still has his old glasses on, which I thought was like a really awesome oh. touch. Like oh wow, like <laughs> the very circular glasses. I'm like, I did not catch no that, one but, but me noticed great. this, but that's so cool because yeah. yeah, like he didn't have time to go buy new glasses. That's insane. <laughs> that's true. Shit. Uh, oh man. And like I I loved this Willow and Xander show up. And they kill Cordelia together. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. She's so mad that they're together still. But she dies. Like, yep, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she's mentioned Buffy's name to Giles Uh before she died. But yeah, she's just dead for the rest of the episode now. So she manages to get out, like... You know, a few things about, like, oh, the other world was better. It wasn't supposed to be like mm-hmm. this. Like, you're a watcher. Buffy was supposed to be here. Enough that, you know, she's piqued Giles' interest. Yeah. And, well, I mean, he needs to do exposition. So he needs a right. jumping off point for that, obviously. But then, like, Larry and Oz are taking her body to the incinerator. <laughs> well, you don't want people coming back as vampires. 
no, it's such a good idea, but it's amazing. She just died. Yeah, that's and it. And this, I mean, this is when Joss is at his best, right? When he can just kill everyone. Everyone. Everyone's when it doesn't matter. Die. And he can kill everyone. We could kill everyone. I'm so hyped. I realized uh... at some point, I was like, oh no. This, <laughs> like, nothing matters. He does this everyone so often. can die. <laughs> yeah. I'm honestly kind of surprised he wasn't involved in Rogue One. Because can you imagine him getting his hands on a script uh, where he's like, I can kill all of these people? Oh, yeah. Let's make them all really sad. And make them all yeah. things like, the, the reason Cordelia is in this universe is because Willow and Xander were together, so then they kill her together in the <laughs> universe that she created. So good. Oh, I love oh. it. So yeah, Giles notices her necklace... Mm-hmm. And then that's his jumping off point for getting in the research mode. Right. He's still Giles. Willow goes to play with the puppy in the bronze. <laughs> and we find out what Angel's been doing this whole episode so far. He's also locked in a cage. Yeah. He is ch- uh, shackled up and being tortured constantly. So, because he's got a soul and it's funny to do that. Uh, so first of all, bad vampires love to torture Angel. They think oh, it's just it. the best. Second point, so in this universe, he's been tortured for a couple of years, maybe. In our universe, he was tortured for like a hundred years. Angel's having the best time. (laughs) (laughs) This is the brightest timeline for Angel. Yeah, he's only been tortured for a couple years. Like, it's great. Good for him. (laughs) I did not think about that. (laughs) Uh, Huh. Yep. Oh, and some point in here, Giles uh, calls Cleveland looking for Buffy. (laughs) Right. Apparently that's where she went instead. Uh, Yeah, he knows that it's a vengeance demon. He's on his way to do something and, you know, hops out to save some people that are getting rounded up for, like, Willow dropped something about the factory opening Mm, up to Angel. And, yeah, uh, Giles hops out and saves some people. But then vamps attack and he's saved by some mysterious person, Michaela. Who could it be? It's Buffy. <laughs> it's our favorite Slayer. She's so sassy in this timeline. And like, she has the worst lip scar. It's so fake. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just so fake. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> I liked this version of Buffy. because She's a lot of fun. She's just like a no nonsense. Things have clearly been a lot harder for her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's she's not the even though she didn't die. I mean, right? That's looking up. Yeah, yeah, she definitely has not yet died in this timeline. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good. You said it like it wasn't true. No, I just saying it like it's gonna happen later. <laughs> oh, oh, that yeah. yeah. Sorry, of course. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's Buffy. She calls Giles Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all of her interactions with Giles. Oh, like. They're both doing a great job. Giles is being very formal. alcohol? <laughs> She's just like poke around his shit. He's calling her like Miss Summers and like all of his like body language towards her and stuff like that is great. And she's like, yeah, spitting on her boot and cleaning it. <laughs> and she also is like strangely overconfident. Well, no, mm. I couldn't tell if it was overconfidence or just like a complete lack of like caring if she died. Yeah, it's a mix of those. Yeah, because, like, they have no plan. No plan at all. She doesn't seem to give any any shits about that. Nope, she just goes to kill the master by herself while Giles is trying to figure out this whole vengeance demon thing. So, okay, I have some questions about this whole vengeance demon thing. So, 
Like, are we to assume that Anya putting her necklace on Cordelia was, like, like part of this whole thing? Like, yes. Because she was trying to get her to wish the previous day and she hadn't put the necklace on her. Oh. And, like, the necklace turns out to be her power center. Now, not that this is the real one, mm-hmm. but, like, why give anything to Cordelia that could, like, point towards Anya in any way? I definitely thought it was her... Like, it was part of the thing, that she had to give the person the necklace. I thought Cordelia always had it on when she was wishing. No, because the previous day she she did not. And so... Trying to get her into the habit of saying she was wishing for things or, like, maybe her on? Hmm, I don't know. Or maybe, like, maybe she, she couldn't get Cordelia to wish and then putting the necklace on gives her, like, a bit more uh, influence over her. Because she yeah. does make the wish after that. So it could be that. And, I mean, it's not like she only has the one necklace, right? She puts a necklace on Cordelia that does the wish thing and then goes out. And I think Anya just shows up wearing another one. She Well, yeah, she shows up wearing... Maybe it's, like, the real version. I don't know. Yeah. Like, because she, she seems pretty powerful, so... There's some sort of duplication yeah. there that happens where, like, it's not that she loses it. No, because that I would be she insane. she gets a new one in this reality, yeah. From, like, the beginning of this... I knew that, like, that's the power center, right? Yeah. And so when she puts it on Cordelia, I'm like, that's insane. Like, why would she give away? That's what gives her all her power. Why would she put it on another person? That makes no sense. But then she shows up at Giles' place and she has it on. And you're like, oh, okay. Right. So, I don't know. I thought it was part of the wish. It might just be that she gets more control. I don't think it's going to be really relevant (laughs) after this episode somehow. No. (laughs) Nope. Nope, nope, nope. But yeah, Buffy goes to kill the master by herself and she finds angel alone in the bronze <laughs> when she figures out he's a vampire uh, she's so pissed she's, just, she's so done with his shit yeah oh god okay okay i have another question mm-hmm. so buffy is like where did all the vampires hang out and giles tells her that they're at a club on the outskirts of town okay yeah the no outskirts that- it is in the middle of town. Like, what? <laughs> it's next to at least one graveyard. It's crazy. It's next to the school, I'm pretty sure. It's, everything is so close together. Outskirts. Yeah. I mean, I guess edge of town is still technically outskirts, but when he said that, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> There's just no inskirts I in guess. this town. Yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah. And uh, Angel's being kind of a creep this whole time. Because he's just like, oh, Buffy, it's you. I waited, but you never came. And she's like, I want none of this. (laughs) (laughs) Good idea, Buffster. We see what the master's been up to. We've heard things about his factory. And like, Angel's like, everyone's off at the opening of the factory. This is this is the worst factory. It's oh, first off, Oz and Larry got snatched, right? Everyone's been snatched at this point. Everyone's been snatched. And they are in the, like, cage for this factory. The the wiki keeps referring to Cordelia's little, like, clique as the Cordettes. Ooh. Which is great. And, like, I don't know if it if it's just a thing that was, like, coined by fans. I've never heard it before. I mean, it's great. Yeah, yeah. So they're there, I too. I will steal that for sure. Yeah, the Cordettes yeah. are all locked up as well. So, Master's like, we have to learn, we have to adapt. We are industrializing. And they really aren't. No. They've made what I thought was a giant human juicer, but turns out to be (laughs) even less impressive than that. It's the worst. It's so stupid. It requires a human to lay still, perfectly still, while they are, for some reason, 
conveyed <laughs> into a bunch of syringes, which then all jab in and drain the blood out. It, and I'm like, uh, uh, how is this an improvement over just keeping a bunch of people in a cage? Like, no. Like, lock a person up in one cage and take however much of their blood you can take every month or whatever. Like a pint a month yeah. is it, or every 52 days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what you do. And then, and then you just have that forever, constantly. I mean, until like, they die. There like, are rows else. and rows yeah. of people just chained up with this horrible contraption. Yeah. If you have yeah, thirty people, great. or no, I guess if you have fifty people, you have a pint of blood every day, as long as you yep. staggered it right. And then, I mean, yeah, you're gonna have to feed them so that they keep making, you know, enough sure. platelets and stuff or whatever. But yeah, yeah like they're not gonna move. You feed them an iron-rich diet. Yeah. It's fine. You, oh, you could probably like, make their blood taste a certain way based on what you fed them. <laughs> As it is, this is the least impressive factory ever. No. It seems to have one conveyor belt, it, it's, and then it's just human on tap. And honestly, like, hanging a person upside down and slitting their throat, like, into a big bucket, you're going to get way Much more easier. blood out of them. Oh, heck yeah. Like, that's how you're going to get all the blood. I kind of <laughs> wanted to see, like, just the person on the conveyor belt deflate somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it would have been so goofy, but I, I don't uh, know. That's all I could picture. And like, you know, when when like the the big syringe things go into her, it is kind of gross. Yeah, don't sure. get me wrong. And like, there was a lot of blood in this episode, which I'm totally on board yeah. for. But yeah, no, yeah, it's not pleasant, but it's not impressive. It's no because and it it's like nothing is different. It's not. <laughs> no, that's the entire point. Like, nothing has changed here. No. You have in no way advanced. No. Other than, like, being obvious about being vampires. Oh, also, the mayor must be pissed about all oh, of this he'd happening. Be or so dead. Oh, so mad. Oh, my God. This is not sanitary. No. And he hates germs. He, yeah, no, he'd be very, very upset by all this. And I have to imagine he wouldn't have survived it. <laughs> No. So, I don't know, we get the nice fight to cap things off in the Wish world. Uh, so we've got Giles, like, summoning Anya, which she is not a fan she's of. She's pissed! <laughs> do you have any idea what I do to a man who uses that spell to summon me? She's like, you're a man, this is gonna go bad for you. He figures out what her power center is and know that he knows that he has to destroy it. And as this is happening, we see Buffy and Angel show up and start taking on everyone at the bronze it's oh, great man it's so good like just seeing <laughs> joss getting to kill everyone yeah like buffy's fighting willow buffy's fighting xander <laughs> so okay buffy shoots at the master right but the master's too quick and pulls xander in front of him doesn't hit xander's heart no nope. the crossbow bolt xander hops down and stakes angel with the crossbow <laughs> Buffy then kills Xander, not knowing who he is. Nope. Oz and Larry Kill dust Willow. Willow. <laughs> oh, so good. It's amazing. When the Master and Buffy are just walking towards each other, pushing people out of the way <laughs> fairly unnecessarily. Oh, like no one's even paying attention to them. They don't care. It's so good. And then, yeah, Master goes up against Buffy and snaps her neck well this is the prophecy right the prophecy is like the master kills yeah. buffy so i mean it still comes true. true and oh man when he he like does like a one of those little like slide down the the handrail of the stairs yes. in slow-mo and it's so good oh that's amazing <laughs> like again this plan was garbage like there was no plan 
There was no plan. <laughs> it's just like, let's walk in and kill the vampires. I'm good at that. <laughs> Thankfully, Giles yeah. is just smashing Anya's power source as this is happening. So Anya sort of tries to do the thing, which, I mean, of course she's going to do this, of, you know, how do you know the other world is better? Ooh, yeah. And, I mean, like, you know, Giles, he doesn't. But he, he does well, have, he has some information, right? Also, they're pretty much at rock bottom. Yeah. And he basically, that's basically what his point is. Is that, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's worse than this, like, he can't even imagine what that would look like. So, yeah, it pretty much has to be better. <laughs> I think what's worse is that it turns out that J2 won and everyone's in Alfalfa's right. hell dimension. Right? right? Like, <laughs> that is much worse, it turns out. Yeah, actually, that'd be way worse. Yeah. yeah. Well, So it could have been worse. <laughs> sure. But he took a gamble and it was fine. I have to think that this has to be such a get for Anya. Because, like, they go back to Sunnydale, and everything is the same. All of Anya's wishes, forever, have been reverted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, there were no major fallout, or there's no major fallout from any of the rest of Anya's wishes, which is cray. I mean, she even says that, like, she couldn't have imagined that Cordelia's wish would be this exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's because true. Because the, the main thing, like, her whole jam is vengeance against men who have scorned women. So generally, it's like, you know, the kinds of things that Cordelia is saying after this has all gone down, where she's like, I hope Xander, I wish Xander never knows the touch of a woman again, right? It'll be stuff like that, that people are generally wishing against their, like, scorned exes or whatever. And I love how Cordelia is just immediately, (laughs) like, going on and on with these other wishes, each one of them inane. No, wait. I wish Buffy Summers had never been born. And I wish that Xander Harris never again knows the touch of a woman. And that Willow wakes up tomorrow covered in monkey hair. Because, yeah, it was something that she said in haste. Like, she didn't mean that she wished Buffy was gone. No. And really, that didn't solve anything. But she had all of these thoughts that, like, are self-obsessed and pretty great. And she's just doing the Cordelia thing. Like, oh, wouldn't it be cool for me if this happened? Right? (laughs) Wouldn't this make my life that much better? Yeah, yeah it's so good. Um, and yeah, Anya's really pissed. She is immortal now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she cannot grant any wishes. She keeps trying to grant Cordelia's wishes and it's just not working. And she's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and that's like the end of our episode, right? Yep, that's it. <laughs> so that brings us into our last segment. Oh, damn. Outside of time. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Wow, I think this is like our latest last segment ever. Possibly. Yeah. So, is this just a... briefly, Yeah. outside of time, I mean, what happened in this episode, Michaela? Nothing. Actually, I'm going to take a offense to that, because <laughs> this is an interesting episode. It's mostly a dream sequence, yeah. and like, yeah, like, it snaps back, and most of what has happened in the last half hour is just erased. I mean, only Anya loses, right? <laughs> right. But then there's Anya, who's a major character and is now introduced. Like, we have to have that happen at some point, And this is a great way to have that happen. And the rest of the characters, they haven't really moved on. But that's also kind of the point. Yeah. This is a great way to have an episode where people haven't yet moved on, but it still sort of feels like it's advancing or going forward. Yeah. Now, compare that to other episodes that have been like truly out of time so 
let's grab some. Let's say reptile boy, <laughs> some assembly required, go fish, bad eggs, and Ted, oh, right? All of our Five favorites. out of 22 episodes. Mm. You can shuffle those up and deal them out randomly mm-hmm. into the season two order. And I'm not sure it would affect anything no matter where they land. It, mm. it would barely matter. No. Yeah. No. It really doesn't. God, yeah. especially so, reptile boy. Fuck. Yep. Yeah, especially Reptile Boy. There are some where, like, Cordelia's in a relationship with Xander, or somewhere she's not. But overall, doesn't really make a difference. Doesn't really make a difference. No. Yep. So this is actually a great way to do an out-of-time episode. And I I kind of felt cheated at the end. I was like, oh, it's all a dream sequence. None of that mattered. But I think it's better than a dream sequence. Yeah, I think so. And I mean... It, it's very Cordelia-centric, which was nice, because we do get to see, mm-hmm. not really development from Cordelia, but at least we kind of get to go on, like, a journey of how she's feeling about this with her. Well, it's kind of Cordelia-centric. Yeah. Certainly until, for the first, like, yeah. 20 minutes, sure. maybe 30. <laughs> Probably, like, two-thirds. And then, like, the... Yeah. Yeah. It's two-thirds. And then she... That's, that's pretty good. Literally dies. <laughs> yep. Ah, and she's so just fun. gone. Until it... The wishes referred to... Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, it's just so, Michaela, so much you fun. you like this episode, it's, yes? Yeah. It's just yeah. such a good time. And I mean, so, like, Anya was never intended to be a major character. Oh, weird. People just liked her. Hmm. So... She is great. Yeah. And we will see her again this season. We'll have... Because, you know, she's sad and immortal now, so (laughs) things are not going great for her. (laughs) Her actress is 25 years old as of the airing of this episode. Okay. So, middle of the pack, kind of, then. About our age. Yeah. It's good times. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Last episode, I said some things about what would happen this episode. Right. Oh, yeah. Some of them were were correct-ish. Some of them were so untrue. Yeah. Um, Okay. I swear to God, there's a time when Willow is pretending to be a vampire and is dressed up i swear just like this evil willow you were perhaps convoluting this with another episode right i'm pretty sure that's what happened yeah because i was like wait that didn't but when i thought i have such a a, such a memory of that yeah yeah we'll get there so i i don't know when that's gonna happen i was right about what willow wore like i knew that outfit quite well right i just she wears something very similar to it at the very least later on I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. Oh, good times. Yeah, when you were going on and on about that, I'm like, he's going to be so confused. <laughs> I am very confused, yeah. yes. As expected, uh, then. Now, Michaela, this is a question that I don't have the answer to. Who won? Oh, shit. I was just thinking. It's not Anya, right? Like, <laughs> like she's, of course, she's the main she's loser. She's the only one who yeah. loses. <laughs> but everyone else, it's been just like a non-episode for them for the most part i love when giles walks past the scoobies at the end but like in the real world giles gets no lines yeah i kind of felt bad for him i was like oh alternate giles getting is getting all the lines here wait no that doesn't make any sense yeah it's it's sort of hard to pick a winner Mm -hmm. i think we have to pick a winner in the context of the the dream sequence okay and then the master wins right yeah <laughs> he kills the slayer yeah. with her not coming back this time <laughs> gets out he's got his stupid factory, factory. oh and he's yeah, so hyped he's about lost his a factory. couple people but sure whatever like he can rebuild it'll be fine so i don't know yeah. why for some reason it bothered me a lot that like willow and xander are clearly very young vampires but they're in the master's like inner circle and yeah. you're like how did this happen and my reasoning that I've come up with, as I like to do, 
Of course. So Willow is good at everything, yes. including being a vampire. All right. I'll buy it. Xander tags along with Willow places. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That sounds about right. <laughs> That's all that, I had. That sounds accurate. And yeah. I mean, it bothered me a lot that there was no Darla or Luke. Mm-hmm. <sighs> God, bring Darla back. if Because she, she's an angel, right? Can you just, can you imagine back. if there had been vampire Jesse? In this episode, uh, Dave, like, uh, like <laughs> and I had somehow spent this much time not telling you about it. Oh my god, I don't think our friendship would have recovered. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just don't even know how I could have kept that to myself. <laughs> I mean, maybe you had forgotten. Who's hmm. to say? Yeah. All right. Well, would you like to check in with our favorite IMDb reviewer about this episode? Oh. Oh, yes. Michaela, I'd like you to take a stab at what uh, our IMDb reviewer friend, TK, Taylor <sighs> Kingston, Teeks, has titled this episode. The Teekinator. review. Yeah. Because it's always the one uh-huh. with or the one where, right? Yep. It's the friend style. So, okay. If I had written this review, I would mm-hmm. have called it the one with the alternate universe. I don't think mm. that that is what Teeks called it. No, you're not in his mind. No. Enough. Or her mind. We don't know anything the about one Teeks, unfortunately. with Cordelia's wish? No, not even. It's God. it's so crazy. I love it. <gasps> the one where Willow and Xander are vampires. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Never in a million years. <laughs> Never, Never in a million years. And that. that, you know what? That's how you know that we're still pure. Yeah, we're sane. Because <gasps> this never even occurred to me <laughs> at all. All right, so one of my all-time favorite episodes from the season, the season? defiantly, oh. is in my top five episodes from the entire series. Damn. It's a 10 out of 10, and for TK's scale, yeah, That's, yeah. go for it, man. Sure. Now, I just love, I love it when he gets to this line, you may look at the title and go, what? Willow and Xander are, are vampires? How can that be possible? <laughs> I saw this and just died with laughter. <laughs> Don't worry. It doesn't make any difference to the rest of the show, considering this episode takes place in an alternate reality. Oh, jeez. <sighs> oh, Teeks. Never change. Just Never change, Never Teeks. change. Oh, man. What, what's coming up next? So... I don't know if you noticed, Dave, but we did not have a Halloween episode this season. Oh. Because instead, we're going to have yeah, a Christmas December. episode. <gasps> this is the one where Angel and Buffy are walking around and it's snowing in California. Like, this has to like, be that one. What is this season? Like, why do you remember these episodes? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know how my brain works. I don't know anything else about the episode. I just know at one point, and it's it's actually really weird. Because, like, I've had pictures in my head of, like, a Kathla's mouth opening and mm. Angel getting sucked in. And for some reason, it's always in profile. And that's not how it's actually shot. And, like, the, the Spike's hand-catching fire scene. Right different than i thought it would be like just Just these weird details look off so i've got this image of how buffy and angel are walking down a street at night and the the snow is falling but it's like a weird crane shot of them and that probably won't be true i don't hmm. well i got some weird memorations going on yeah i i could tell you what's going on in this episode but Oh, that's eh, fine. You remember we'll something about it. Unfortunately, it probably won't be one of the best episodes in the series, just statistically. <laughs> yeah. 
But this this was a fun one. I really enjoyed The Wish. It's just like good, campy fun done right. Yep. It's like we can do this kind of thing in this show. We're going to have a good time, a silly time, and we're going to kill uh, everyone. It's going to be great. <laughs> and Spike coming back last, last uh-huh. episode to The Wish this episode... What a fucking high to go out on, man. And then you got the Christmas episode, which hopefully leaves you on the mid-season break in a good place. Gotta hope it does. Oh boy. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's about it for us here at Welcome to the Hellmouth. Oh, wait. Fashion. Oh, fashion. Top fashion outfit of the episode. Okay. Hit me. So, I, I think that, like... From a personal perspective, I liked Cordelia's red sparkle dress better. But okay. from like a fashion perspective, her red leather Outfit, get up yeah. was just so amazing. It's the best so thing good. ever invented by man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. There it's you go. It's a crowning achievement of the race. <laughs> good. Yeah. Well... If any of our listeners would like to contact us about the things we said over the course of the show, they can reach out to us via email. That's beyondvanu.hellmouth at gmail.com. Link is in the show notes. You can find this episode on the Reddit. That's buffy.reddit.com. Or you can contact Mikhail or I personally on GNU Social, the open source self-hosted social network. I'm on there at Smoking GNU. Michaela? I'm on there at how do GNU do? Very nice. And make sure to hashtag all of those GNUs. Welcome <laughs> to the Hellmouth so we know you came from the show. Uh, and until next time, farewell, farewell from, from the, the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no.